Alright, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players Broadcast. Episode 101, people, and we have a full house. Jelani McCoy, Ray Young. If you don't know Ray Young's story, you're going to want to hear it. We're going to talk about how he was McDonald's All-American. He was the top guard in the country. We're going to talk about UCLA. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. Episode 101. 101. Where we, we passed the centenario, Yep, Drew. We did. And we got something special tonight. Yeah, we do. We, I mean, on our couch right now, we got... Uh, the veteran Jelani McCoy, yep, who's been on the show. He's he he knows what he's doing. Back again, back again. Uh, and then we got my boy Ray Young, Ray Young on the couch right now in the building. What up? Now, for most people that didn't grow up in California, you might be saying, "What's up with Ray Young? Who's Ray Young?" I want I want to give a little history, Drew. Can I give some history, please? All right, we're gonna take it back. So I've said on the pod a few times. That growing up, like you guys gotta understand, this is this is prior, this is pre social media. There's no Instagram, there's no YouTube. You know, you can't just go to Google and and, and look people up. We had to get our information from newspapers and from Slam Magazine. If I wanted to hear about Shea Cotton, I had to read Slam Magazine and read a newspaper. Reading the newspaper every single day, there's there's a few people that stick out. The Collins twins were in the paper every single fucking day. Okay, <laughs> Jason Capono was in the was in the paper every single day, uh-huh. and then this kid from Oakland, Ray Young, was in the paper every single day. And I read about him every day, and now he's sitting on my couch right now. And I want to give some accolades. Okay, 1998 McDonald's All American Team, 1998 Gatorade West Coast Player of the Year. You were the California State Player of the Year. Mm. From the biggity biggity bay, as they like to say, uh, from Oakland, you were a fucking terror, dude. First of all, shout out in our RIP Coach Laporte. Mm. Um, you know he he was um, a legendary coach that ended up dying uh, the end of my junior year. He had coached uh, uh, Adrian Ely, 
um, who was all American, Calvin Bird, McDonald's all American, and of course uh, Jason Kidd. You and Jason Kidd went to the high, same high school, same though, high right? School, same coach. Did you go to that high school because of Jason Kidd? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Oakland. Uh, I went to Oakland Public Schools, and I remember my my parents told me, "Yeah, you know that that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're going." Yeah, St. Joseph's Notre Dame. Yep, and um, I'll tell you something crazy. I didn't even want to go. You didn't want to go to that school? No, my friends were going to Skyline. The chicks were at Skyline. <laughs> okay. St. Joe's is in Alameda. Mm-hmm. It's a Catholic school. I'm an Oakland dude. I was used to having a mixed classroom. I was used to being in a public school where, yeah, you're noticed. But, in, you know, I, I spent some time in a private school and you're, you know, there's a, you feel like there's a magnifying glass yeah, on, your, definitely. On, your, on your back, right? So I didn't, I didn't want to go. And I didn't understand the basketball history. Luckily, my dad, who could literally care less about sports, uh, my parents were education people. Um, but he he knew knew about Coach Laporte, knew he had Coach Jason Kidd, um, and literally we went to an orientation that they forced me to go to. Your parents forced you. Forced me. <laughs> you had to take a test. Oh you yeah. Know, it, you know it was very it was very formal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I remember what happened was, which changed my mind immediately. They took me out of the the whole formality coach Laporte told me to come into the office. I go into his office. I see nothing but Jason Kidd, Calvin Bird, <laughs> all these dudes that I had read about growing up. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Do you think, do you sense. think your parents wanted you to go there because your dad knew, saw your value and like how good you were and you were playing that, like this was the best school for you to go to. If you wanted to, go to that next level which was which was college yes my dad was so my dad's a salesman Mm -hmm. so he thinks uh very strategically and he was one of those people that he didn't understand everything but he at least wanted to try to put me in in the best possible situation and the information about coach laporte really came from gary payton's dad okay R.I.P. Mr. Mean. You know That's what they call GP's pops? Yeah, Papa Peyton. Mm-hmm. Straight up. And your he, pops was friends with him or they they became tight mm-hmm. uh because I was a baseball player. Mm-hmm. In my brain, I was a baseball player. I grew, but I was a baseball player. I played hoop at the park. Really? I, ba- I, I won uh two thousand twelve, I won the Babe Ruth World Series. Literally. Really? Yeah. Straight up, all everything. Wow. Yeah. 2012? Guess who Guess who was on, on the older version of my team? Hmm. Jimmy Rollins. Really? No so way. Thought, yeah, dude. Wow. Yep. His little, his little brother, Antoine, me and him were on the team. We we um, we beat uh, Guam, a team from Utah. What was your position? First base. I was called Stretch. We, we were the – when I tell you we were straight Oakland, imagine <laughs> – imagine – Imagine these kids from Oakland come to uh, Provo, Utah, and we have nicknames on our all-star caps. Hell yeah. Nice. What was yours? Daddy Long Legs. Daddy Uh Long Legs. (laughs) Daddy Long Legs. My uniform did not fit 
uh, by the time I was 12. Because <laughs> you yep. were growing? I was growing. Yeah. And then Mr. Peyton talked to my dad and said, yo. He needs to go to this school. He needs to go <clears throat> do this. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I, I, w- I was open because the better you got at uh, baseball, frankly, it got more white. So now it was like I was going to these weird towns where I stick out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Mr. Peyton is talking about going to Vegas. Right. <laughs> He's talking about going to L.A. Yeah. Right. Right. So now this is like, hmm, well, maybe I look, you know, maybe, you know, I play all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I like basketball. I like sports, uh, period. And um, I was always too big for football, so I never got my feet wet. But, I, you know, I knew I wanted to play something. Right. And um, then I started taking basketball serious after we had a seventh grade versus the teacher game in junior high. And it was had to be the like the last day of school, and I literally dunked. What out of the out of the blue? No way. Well, that's so crazy that that, he's saying that though. That hooked me. I was hooked. So that's funny you say that because I think it was episode eighty one was Casey Jacobson, right? Who I grew up with. That was a friend of mine, still a friend of mine. And in our alumni game in seventh grade. Uh, I was remember remember this I dude. Remember I mean, this. this dude was was talking shit to all the teachers. Cat every time he shot, he'd say cash. Seventh grade guys, we're talking fucking twelve years old, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Cash, cash, and he banged in the game, and that's when he fight. He kind of knew too. Like, yo, I got this. You know, you know, you know what will fuck me up? Tell me the crowd reaction. Just because <laughs> they they. <laughs> it's immediate. Immediate. It's no, immediate response. No, nobody came Go. to my baseball games. Go. I, I like to something's uh, interesting. Uh, did you say 2012? Yeah, I know we got to backtrack. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. That would make that would yeah. Yeah, be like yo. That'd be a very good <laughs> as to why your Ray. old ass won the little league world. Series. Yo, we got a 32 year old playing <laughs> yeah, little league. Yeah, yeah. and and. <laughs> Thank did a you. Good job of asking you because yeah, I, I tried. Said, yeah, uh, I tried. I just when, I, 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 I meant when I was the age twelve, not yeah. two thousand. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just some backstory, people. Just some backstory, which was technically ninety-two. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yo, we have all been here. We've all been in my crib for the past four hours. The Clipper game was on. We had to watch the game. We definitely had some cocktails flowing. Uh, we've had four Postmates drop off food for us. There's been a lot going on yeah yeah um that is real that's i tried jelani you heard me say right i tried i didn't want to i didn't want to forget about that i know thank you thank you thank you oh that's so you go to so you go you go to saint joe's uh notre dame in alameda in oakland in the bay ninth grade i left so back in the day it was you go first through six and then it was seventh through ninth where we went to oh, school. Mm-hmm. So I left I did seventh, eighth at uh Montero Junior High, which was a, a public school. I left my ninth grade year, so I didn't get to graduate with, with my crew. You know, you, right. you know when you're a it's kid, a big it's change. dumb you yeah. know, this dumb shit matters, mm-hmm. right? It does. Look and it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yo, you better go get on your grind, mm-hmm. right? What are you talking about? But at the time, I day I was a kid, uh, so you know it, it was it was still a struggle. But like I said, there were things that were coming into play. I walk in, see Jason Kidd, Gary, Gary Payton's dad is telling me, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, yo, yeah, let me let's dive into this basketball thing, mm-hmm. and see see where it takes me. 
I sucked at uh, baseball and I figured it out. So I was like, well, I could, you know, figure out basketball, I figure out basketball. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and yeah. And, and, and it's funny now looking back, I had nothing figured out. Um, <laughs> and I, I would, I was, I was actually an outstanding example of, Hey, at the time I knew I played more basketball than 90% of human beings, but I'd never trained until I got to UCLA. Really? Oh, wow. So that I knew that was my edge. So, and, and if, and if you ask any one of my teammates, I'm a gamer, mm-hmm. gamer. Meaning that, Meaning, like, you hey, like to play in the games, but you didn't train. Like, you were just gifted enough no, to play. No, 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 no. I mean, like, like, hey, uh, you watch me in practice. Ah, but when the lights come on, mm-hmm. big game, it's, you know, shit's on the line. Yo, yeah. Because that comes from, at the time, I knew... Hey, I, I was a McDonald's All-American because I played more basketball than you. My mm. daily schedule, mm. yours wasn't close. What I was just, yours like? Yeah, but you, you, oh. but you got to also, I don't mean to pick, oh. no, go. a particular coach to deal with that. Right? And I so get, look, gotta, coach support. Yeah, that's you, why, you that's why I gave Some of these facts. coaches, you come to places, you like, you know what I mean? You know, I'm going to give it to you. Coaches know, like, I'm going to give it to you in the game, coach. And really, I'm just out here trying to get my stay in shape, get in, in, in step with everybody, but... You can get a like a hard, hard nosed coach who wants you to practice a hundred and twenty percent. That don't exist in mm-hmm. the first place. So you come into me with this. We're gonna do everything a hundred and twenty percent. Fool, you can only do a hundred percent. So twenty percent over hundred is some, some shit that don't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's dangerous. It doesn't exist. You know it's called I mean? load management now. Yeah, right. yeah, it's called load management now. True. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but so that's what I mean. Uh, that's why you talking about coming to UCLA and different coaches. That was one of the reasons and one of the appeals of my going to UCLA because Coach Harrison yep. has some sense about it. So yep. on just doing things that make sense. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, he got no, it, though. Real. He got it. No, and, yeah. I, and I want to get into UCLA in a minute. But uh, going back to to high school and to Ray's senior, junior and senior year, which was crazy, bro. Like, literally, think about this guy. I'm talking L.A. Times. I'm reading about a kid every single day from, from Oakland. You know what I mean? Like, that means that you were killing and you were, and I, you know, McDonald's All American, and I'm looking at the team. Like I'm thinking about that '98 squad, right? And there was a few players on there that stick out a lot. I know that you and Q kind of had a Quentin Richardson. Yep. You had never met him before. You had heard about him though, probably the same way that I heard about you, right? Yeah, but I, but I knew me and Corey had got down Maggetti in eighth grade. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I knew Corey, and I had heard rumors of Q through Corey. What did he say? There's another me, right? Basically, right. Mm-hmm. it's like, yo, who you know, who who who's crazy? You know, who, who's who's like you? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like yo, was Corey that good? Yeah. Well, tell me. Well, I want to know what was Corey like in eighth fucking grade? Like Corey, the exact same. He was a little bit not really taller than everybody but you know he was a little bit taller he did everything he was athletic as hell Mm -hmm. he played on both sides of the floor and he just did a little bit of everything with this freakishly like you know athleticism that he made look so easy he was gifted athletically oh dude right but he had but but he did tactically start piecing his game together. Mm-hmm. He did. 
And like I said, the, the, the one thing that I, that I learned from that process and, um, having that type of success early was, was like, okay, that was my edge at that time. But if I could have went back, it was like, okay, I didn't get, I didn't get the chance to go to a Jim Herrick again. Mm -hmm. Coach Laporte, who was an older white dude, knew the game, knew the politics, knew, had already had star players come. So he, he didn't need me. He has Jason Kidd who's hanging, you know, I'm right. Hey, he can hang his hat on that forever. Right. Forever. Look into, look at the rafters. What Mm -hmm. do you, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. So what, what are you? Who who the hell is Ray Young, right? And and that's real, sure, right? So there were there were, there was an automatic level of, yeah, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. So what? Coach? <laughs> I'm gonna listen to this guy. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. and and he was one of the few coaches that you knew, you remember, you'd run through a brick wall for, right? Mm. Him and Papa Peyton. They said something. You listen. And I'm thinking about I'm, I'm I'm going back to the to the '98 to the McDonald's All American team too. Like you had a young Stromile Swift, freakishly the the arguably one of the most athletic individuals specimens. He still has one of the top five dunks of all time, yes. in my opinion. The drop step tomahawk two handed yeah. that one. Okay, and was he like he that, was, dude? He he was. He was trying to jump from the free throw line <laughs> off of two. Wow. In high school. Shut off up. Of two? No way. <laughs> for real? It's a very reasonable jump for a big man with, with the jumping ability. For real, though? Yeah. Two, feet? two feet? Bro, in high school, dude, he was trying to get that off. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's insane. Dude, so, so okay. So, you got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerron Rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. UCLA. UCLA. Corleone yeah. Young. Listen. Sorry, I'm listening. Jerron Rush mm. had been known since we were sixth grade. Really? Really? Really. Wow. Why? He was dunking since oh, sixth shit. grade. AAU, it was certified. Everybody. Yeah. Him and a guy named Jason Thomas from Dominguez, mm-hmm. who ended up being a quarterback. Mm-hmm. For UNLV. For I don't UNLV. know him. I don't know him. I don't Dude, know him either. Jason, t- listen, Jason Thomas. <laughs> okay. Dominguez. Dominguez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey. Think, think of smaller Shea Cotton that played D- football. You know what I think about Shea Cotton? Go. For real? No, he, 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 was, he was a poor man. He was my classes. Shake bigger, stronger, and dunking in the sixth grade. Wow. And just... Better than you, really? <laughs> just, no, like dog, just a better physical human being. You think he made the right choice in football? No, 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 no. He absolutely. No. How big was he? What are we talking? I'm talking six six. six, six, six. Mm-hmm. Okay, big man well, always. I, big man okay, always okay. think it's smaller. Back, back, okay, okay. Three or four inches on you is more like. I, I'm talking about an athletic Draymond Green. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. How's that? Is, is that? is that is that a legitimate play? Jelani's gonna the way he played because he played like a football player. So I might have to give you that. <laughs> he did a lot of the dirty yeah. work. The way he moved around, mm-hmm. the, the areas he oh, worked oh, out of, the tip jams, the areas where he scored. There's a little Draymond. That's Draymond plays like a football player. Yeah, he does, he, 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 absolutely. That's absolutely. his whole mo. So out of all those players that I just mentioned, and I want to bring somebody up too, just because Drew's here. Because Drew's favorite player is oh, Mike shit. Miller. Yeah. And Mike Miller was on your 98 squad, right? Really Flame throw. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Listen, 
But but we're talking about high school Mike Miller who used to who used to bash on you. Dunk on you. I told this you did it. I don't know I this. You. I don't know this. Bro, bro. This he was, would dunk this, on this you. This was the the yes. Mike Miller where oh, one look at one if his eyes looked towards the basket, mm-hmm. you were gonna flinch. The Hezzy? One dribble. Right. Oh, he's <laughs> Banging that! I'm telling you this. In high, it, dude, it, yeah. Literally last he's week. A, no, no, no. He's Probably a legit. He, 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 he's he like might six, be a seven. six Yeah, dude. He's. I was about to say six eight. Okay. Yeah. He's legit. He's taller than. He's way yeah. taller than what you think he is, dude. Okay. I was trying to tell clips last week that young Mike Miller, <laughs> bro. That you would throw a lob to him, no problem. He would go get question. that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And maybe yes. Mike dunk it backwards. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, not not just like yes. throw it up. Like no, dude. He, he might like, like do. Mike, Mike Miller is like uh, Thunder Dan on yeah. steroids. Yes, <laughs> Thunder Dan was banging yes. on folks too. I'm just trying to. Yeah, okay, no, no, Thunder Dan on yeah, steroids. Thunder Dan yeah, on that's steroids. perfect. Love it. I love that. Hey, hey, I love that. This <laughs> Mike Miller was a known white dude. That you go out there talking that shit and you, and you get one of these East Coast dudes who didn't know or, you know. And he's from like North Dakota. Yeah, who's who's going to hold the white boy? Yeah, he's going to get it to the white boy. No, there was a, there was a secret. Come on, some, listen. There's some instances Let, where yes, you go into some of these environments. Yes, uh-huh. there is. And as a white player, you've got to know that some of the brothers on there are just yep. going to be like, I ain't letting this white boy get off. <laughs> Period. Whatever going down in Listen, here, he ain't getting shit off. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, Mike Miller got it off every time. Hey, bro. But then when you do that, every respect. He's cold. He's cold. Take the bass out your voice and stay focused. Yeah, yeah. Take the bass. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, take the bass out of your voice and stay focused because this is about to be a game. We tried. We see you in the warm up. We see you building up your case for the white boy car. That's not what you want to do. You can talk. We tried. Him last you get, you get, uh, he gave us seven beat, threes. <laughs> you could be tough. Dunked on Johnny down the court. Johnny yeah. like, yeah, he got me, man. I'm he got me. This <laughs> had that. Yeah. We, we've seen everybody try the tough man. Yeah. The, the I'm from the project. You know, it picks up where politics well, cause, oh, we're, dude, we're, oh, dude, yeah, because yeah. Mike Miller even that shit out, bro. Bro, he's he's, he's from like North Dakota. That's the other he's side from too. A, dude, he's from out he of played no, in he the played gym. No. Okay, yeah. real, real story. He played in the gym that was like called the like corn field. There you go. And it was literally a barn that in a corn field. Corn, yep. Bro, yes. stories. It's for yeah, real. The, the 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 town. <laughs> it's not even a city. The town he's from. He was like, no. Everybody literally knows every. I said, man, how big they know is everybody. He? he said, man, about ten thousand. <laughs> like ten thousand, bro. And that's you like, from a place of ten. How the hell? Yeah. Where does? Yep. Where is this game coming from, right. dude? This is <laughs> this is intriguing. Yeah. You know, like, dude, you must have a lot he was of a new, time to have some imagination. He was a new generation, Jimmy Chitwood. It oh, was like the new era. He, the he, new he era. He said, "Oh, let yeah. me give you a, let ism. me give you another. <laughs> let me give you another another weird. We we had like a weird like kind of like white class that was just like, all right, bro, Teddy <laughs> Dupay. 
Dude, Teddy Dupay. Teddy Dupay averaged about forty eight in high school. Oh my god! Real life. He was doing. He he would Louisiana, upstate New York, Florida. Oh, down in the pan. He was some. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was a panhandle. Where did he go? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. He was an East Coast. He was a. Uh, he was a uh, Northeast kid. Yeah, because they went like to, uh, Maine went or something. Penn. Nah, it, it might. It was somewhere in Pennsylvania or, okay. some, or somewhere. Sure. Somewhere East. Say East the Coast. name like, again. Uh, Teddy, Teddy Dupay. Okay. Like Ted Dupay. Out of the it does. Yeah, there was a. There was a Jeff game. Forty-eight a game though. From Kansas. He was another uh, another Ill Jeff Boshi. He went to Kansas. We're talking about white boys right we're now. We're talking about white dudes right. that, that were McDonald's all uh, uh, all Americans my year. That like, dude, we had these like yeah. Mike Miller. Guys. Yeah, but <laughs> it is a these lot. Random, yeah, a lot. But it's but three. like I said, yeah. I seen them pass the eye test. Man, they didn't got the tough guy. Sure. They didn't got. They passed your eye test or just? I mean, they they were just very intriguing high school players because they they sure. were tough to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T- yeah, tough. And then you had, um, I mean, there were people. I mean, we had a dude named Joel Prisbilla. We know. I remember Prisbilla playing the NBA. Big old big boy. Up. He was just, just big. God, tough. Just big. Just a big dude. And this is all just from the McDonald's All American class. Just big. And then you had Richard Jefferson. Yep. Yep. You had Dan Gazarek. Oh yeah. Who went with Tayshon? Tayshawn was there. Tayshawn Prince, who is just the long. Can we talk about him for a second? Because I got to watch him in high school, too. Hey, man. He was another high school killer, like, dude. And him and Kenny Bruner played together, right? He could have easily got everything I got in high school easily. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I was was definitely a lot more flashier, but just in terms of, like, like who I knew was like, ooh. That guy's good. Tayshawn just had it. Well, he was he was so long and did everything. Mm-hmm. What, like, what, what did you say was really wrong with his? Yeah, game? he could shoot. He could play everything defense. Was, he could do. Was like a, like like a like like a seven and some change in everything. But every six, but every right right and yeah. a seven one wing wingspan right right who just seems to be everywhere, just doing a little here, a little mm-hmm. there, chipping here, chipping there. Right, and he was just it was just you just you just appreciated that game. So just to. Let everybody know too, like Dick Dickie V, Dick Vitale, had you as the best guard in the nation at that. He he said you're the best guard in the nation in 1998, and that's going up, and that's talking about all these people that we were just talking about. Yes, how so? So at that time, I want I want to uh, give give a setting because now I understand it now as an adult. It's like, hey, looking back at it, looking back at mm-hmm. it, hey, I have uh, one of the all time winningest coaches uh, guiding me. At least he got me uh, three out of my four years. Uh, then our assistant coach came much different program, um, much different coach. Right. Um, but, you know, I was already, a you know, a, you know, I was I was made by Laporte. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had this older coach who had seen multiple stars, seen multiple situations come through, and he knew how to get the best out of me. Now, going back to UCLA, right, the initial decision to go to UCLA really came from a childhood thing that people used to call me Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in my family. He was real respected in my family. My grandmother couldn't get his name right, so they called him Abdul-Kareem. Because I would recall this in my family, mm-hmm. uh, they 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 liked them. My family was is, is ultra, uh, you know, for the most part, 
you know, what you would consider pro-black back then, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So they, they appreciated uh, Kareem for his smarts. He was tall. Right. He was for the community. He was just a good dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So when I had the opportunity to actually, and then I'm from Oakland. So you see UCLA at that time, you saw everything UCLA. You didn't see Cal basketball on TV. True. You saw UCLA. This is how I saw this fool. Right. Yeah. Right. Pointing at Jelani McCoy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so now, now to give you, as Jelani says, some ism, the one of the first. <laughs> We're going to talk about isms yeah. in a minute too, by yeah. the way. So, so, I mean, in terms of like basketball key points in life, it was like seventh grade dunk, the crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. Second thing was I saw Jelani play against Kevin Garnett, Shea Cotton, Lose you a man, Paul Pierce, uh, young Jason Thomas, mm-hmm. a young uh, uh, Tayshawn Prince, um, his older brother Tommy, his Prince. older brother Tommy, who had summer's guy. Oh, left really? Silky yeah. Tayshawn had a brother, an uh, older Prince. brother. Yeah, he and was, he was he, he was, was called. He was supposed to go to UCLA. He was, he, to to UCLA. he, he, was, he you At know, one he, point in time, Tommy Prince was the top junior in the country. Fact. Really? Yeah. The, wow. The street. The street. Did I don't know this, and I, I thought I knew. I had it. no Mingus, idea that Mingus, he. Wow. At one point in time, he's one of the, if not facts, one of the top, if not the top juniors in the country, the entire country. Wow. Yeah. And Luge was ill too. Yeah. So Luge was like at one point in time considered the best freshman in the country. I don't know who that is either, and I, I don't, I've never heard that name in my life. That, that yeah. name rings a bell for I me. Say, I say Inglewood. Two N. Okay. M A N N. Two N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Cameron Sufi to the Cameron Sufi job. Played with Shay Modern Day. Big time into the PTI AU program, which I'm an alumni of. Baron Davis, Tyson Chandler. Oh yeah, Ty- uh, yeah, yeah, Kenny young. Uh huh. Bruner was in that there. game. Oh, our boys, these yeah, are family. So, so right one here. of the most iconic games I ever saw was with him and KG going at each other. Jelani and KG. Yeah. Him and K. Dude. So can, so, let, so, can so, I, so let me tell you. This. Okay, tell me. <laughs> so you, I, I heard everything KG this dude. Right. Da, 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 I, dude, I remember he came out in the brute in the black Bruce Smiths. The uh, mm. cross trainer joints with, mm. the, with yes. the strap and, and just the, the Nike sound. No socks Come on, either. No, yeah, low socks. Low socks. Baggy shorts. Super baggy shorts. <laughs> and and I'm like, you okay. All of about seven three. Yeah, yeah. big boy. And huge. Right. Huge. And did he really not give a fuck either? Was he really his no. personality in the NBA was the he same was in high school? To that game, they showed up. He literally, literally Bro. was in the game. Was finishing up. We literally in a, uh, I think it. Damn, it was turn. Turn. I think term was right. I, I shout out term. Shout out term. Eastside. Eastside bumped in term. Yo, what's up? Who's term? Let's talk about term. The real hoopers know. Yeah, so Paul Pierce is on the team. And then big term. He was right by term points at me. I was like, that's him right there. Like almost the KG, like. That's your fucking assignment. That's it. That's the one. (laughs) That's who they talking about. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be two men enter, one man leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a hell of a game. Like, I remember me and him live talk. He had the busted 49ers hat on. I'll never forget. KG had a busted 49ers hat on. 49ers hat on. It looked like. Really? I turned and looked at him and I was like, they was like, that's KG. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's go. He looks a little yeah, dusty. Yeah, nah, I was just like, I don't never really played the dusty shit. Cause you can get your ass sure. talking about he look a little he dingy. He was probably straight out of South somebody, Carolina. He, he was. was fresh out of the Maudlin. <laughs> Maudlin, South Carolina. Down there getting it out the mud. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Catfish. There it is. You know what I mean? He ain't out there playing no games and he was like, he was brighter. I mean, he came in late. They had literally picked him from the airport and brought him straight to straight the game. Straight to the game, yeah. So I was like, I was like, dude, I remember looking at him in the eyes like, damn, I got to warm up, warm up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you got to come to play. Dude. I actually got to get ready yeah, to yeah, yeah. play. Like, I'm going to have to be lathered up by the time the jump ball started. Like, I ain't got no time to be waiting around. And sure enough, from the time the jump ball started, he had an endless motor mm-hmm. and an insatiable right. appetite for everything that involved with the basketball. Loose ball. Screen, rebound, talking on D, rim run, Mm -hmm. block shot, offensive rebound, free throws, passing, outlet passes, backdoor cuts, cuts himself, (laughs) everything, turn around, and we was like seventeen, and he was, and he had the whole bag. He he had he had a pro game back then because he he was facing. Cats up, jab stepping, and, yeah. uh, and then knock it right down in front of. And you don't see that in high school. And no, but no way. Okay, but I got I got to say NBA. this. First of all, Ray, you you watched that game. You were there. Dude, I, I'm I'm trying to decide. Do I really want to play? go? I just want, dude. I just won the baseball. <laughs> I'm cracking. Right. You you right, are the, the guy. It's 2012 and Ray Young <laughs> just won the Little League World Series. I'm cracking. So I'm trying to decide what, you know, and then I see this game, dude. I'm like, right. this is it. Yo, I'm in. Right. I got to play in this next year. Right. And this was I your, want this kind of smoke. Man. Right. What was your I, attitude like? I got to figure it out. Right. I got to go home. I got to get beat up a little bit more. I went. I went and played. I went and played. Shout out to uh to GP's nephew, uh you know him uh ZP, ZP went to Fremont, which was the hood school at the time. Mm-hmm. You know in Oakland, that was our our, our rival. That's where the quote unquote real, you know all the Oak. You know you were a Hooper. You went to mm-hmm. Fremont. You know period, right? Um, now nah, I went got down and dirty with with ZP. ZP used to beat me up. Just work out. Nah, it wasn't no workout. You getting your ass beat. Yeah, you getting your ass yeah. beat. You playing. You know. And he was a couple years older than me. I knew he was was uh what was was Gary's nephew. He was well respected all through Oakland. Uh, him Frank um Frank Knight um I think he was like all state. He took that team to. Uh, to the finals against Shea Cotton, which arguably is right. the modern day best state games ever. Shea Cotton might have had um, thirty four points in about twenty two. Oh my god! And, Shea, and Shea's and been on overtime. Shea's the homie, and Shea's been yeah, on Shea the show too. I want I want to backtrack really fast, like because I don't. I feel like it's not right to talk about Kevin Garnett and not mention Ronnie Fields at all, because like Ronnie Fields was. Ooh. No, I, 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 I got I got a Ronnie Fields. I want story. okay, and I want to hear it. And I've brought Ronnie Fields up on this on this show many a times. Mm-hmm. But Ronnie Field does Ronnie Fields doesn't get uh, the love that he should get because Ronnie was a dude. I know KG was special. This motherfucker was special, right? He he was. So Ronnie Fields would be the equivalent of. I would go Zion. No. Ronnie had a fifty-inch vert, yeah, though. Yeah, I, 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 I go. Yeah, Zion, Zion, I, I would go if if Zion was a guard. 
Okay. Yeah, because Rodney was what six a little bit shorter. No, Rodney Fields Fields was was a legit six three. Six three. Athletic ability. Yes. Okay. Okay. Like a who? What'd you say? Smart. Smart. Oh, Rodney Fields was a tough Chicago defender Uh whose game was predicated on physicality. A lot like your Patrick Beverly guy, would you love Patrick Beverly? (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right where the game is predicated on the defensive side, Mm -hmm. and that's how they get a lot of their offense. Right. Right, right. And he was gifted with the freakish athletic ability of the shade cotton. So Ronnie Fields was a different type of art, animal. Altogether. And they were on the same team, though, guys. This is what I'm saying. He a joy to his game. Yeah, yeah. He was, always he was very unselfish. Loved it. And rebounding and taking charges. And, like, he was always smiling. And even if you did something against him, like, he would slap you on your ass and be like, hey, yeah, good, good job. Right. I'm going to be oh, there again, right. though. Yeah, you know, you'll see me. Very, he was fun to be around. Right. So, so I played against Ronnie Fields in the CBA. He, this is after, after all, his surgery, after, after he got hurt. Surgery, after he he got was hurt. in it just back yeah. background. Oh, yeah. He got in a car accident and he broke his neck. Yep. And it happened never in high school. Same. It was yeah. it was never the same. Never Ronnie Fields, tragic. guys, just to give you some, you know, just to give you some background, this guy was the guy. This was LeBron. This was Kevin Garnett. Yep. This was Zion. Yep. He had every single piece of pro. You know, I'm going to be a star in the NBA. There's no question. And then he got in a car accident um, and broke his neck, and he was never the same. Ne- but never the same. Mm-hmm. But but. I'll tell this one story about him in the CBA. So playing against him as a grown man is completely different because I remember him like literally he could jump over. He had a 50 inch vert. Even, even, even after this accident. I'm saying I knew him when he could. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, so now that he's a grown man, it's like he'll catch you, but he didn't, it was almost like you could tell it's like when you're athletic, it gets to a point where you don't even want to be athletic because actually it's not the jumping that hurts you. It's the, it's the coming down. The landing, yeah. So he, you know, he didn't, it was like, if you test him, he'll, you know what I mean? But he didn't want. <laughs> he didn't to, want to bang, bang he on didn't, you. Yeah. You want to bring it that out. It, took, it just took, took a, a lot it out of him. It takes a lot out of you. Right, right, right. But let me tell you what he had that I still have not seen, which I stole. Tell me. Ronnie Fields had the coldest MJ Fade away Ooh, ever. Really? Either shoulder. Left and right. If, if you're 6'10, 6'11, <laughs> he was leaning back. So it did. Bro. Cash. Nobody talks about that. I didn't even Cash. know this. Oh, dude, he averaged 28 in the CBA against everybody. Uh, wow. After surgery, after, after a broken after neck. After surgery, after, and he had, and he, dude, he literally had about three moves. Yeah. And and guess what? They he were was good. getting to the middle of the paint by any twist turn. He had mm-hmm. a big body. You weren't getting on the other side of him. And then what would happen is he was going to bump you. And just that little <laughs> You're touch. You're done. <laughs> He would just, it was almost like he would lay vertical, dude. It was like he would just, like, lay on the bed and then just shoot it. Wow. And I'm telling you, bro, we put uh, Lee Nalon, 6'9". Yeah. NBA. He played in the NBA, right? Gave him 35. 35. Mm -hmm. 28 of those Mm fadeaways, the rest uh, foul shots. (laughs) Seen it with my own eyes, Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Put me on there, and normally I I, w- I was the I ended up being like the stopper, but I can't do nothing, Ronnie Dog. Right, right, dude. 
he's getting the fadeaway off of either shoulder. So I started, I mean, after you watched so much film with the guy, I was just like, dude, yeah, I started jacking him for sure. Of taking this fadeaway? You oh. wanted that fadeaway? Of oh, course. Yeah, it, was, it was all foot position and body, especially if you're wide shoulder enough. It was almost like they had to hit you at some point. Because you, you can create the totally. space that you need and like whatever. You, you just got to get to that spot. You, especially if somebody was like playing tough guy, which they would typically get mad at, at. Like you hit one or two. So here's a question. Uh, looking back on some of these high school cats, I'm thinking about Lenny Cook. I'm thinking about Ronnie Fields. I'm thinking about Shea. Um, out of those guys, or if, if there's somebody else that was better than those three, because those are the three best that I had seen. Like I literally, and I, I, you know, I watched, I got to see Kobe in high school. I saw LeBron in high school. I've told Jelani this, like Shea Cotton to me was the greatest player I'd ever wow. seen I never seen Shea Cotton have a bad game. Okay, right? Wow. In high school, I like, bro. I name name a bad game you saw Shea. He I, played I, well in the big games too, especially on the circuit. <laughs> like in the state. we was on the same team, so if it was a big game, and you he was cognizant. And I don't know if this is like I think this has something to do with maybe uh, L.A. players. Mm-hmm. The, the advantage that L.A. players have over the different parts of California. Is that the showmanship of the basketball game about being trying to bring something different? Not only are you trying to compete against the best, but you're trying yeah. to bring something different to the table. So when he came to- on here, he said part of what he really loved every game. Not only was it performing at the level that he knew he could perform, mm-hmm. it was it was providing a show. I'm, it was it was providing a product. All these people came here yes. to watch me, yes. and I'm gonna do what they showed up to there for me, a, what they expected out of me. And this is yeah. during a time. Where Nike was sending him shoes every day, they knew they saw the value. They saw Jason Capono. They saw he the f- was in dude. We was I, in the most bro. Nikes of the. We, I think we said it on. on he the was in podcast. Sports Illustrated when <laughs> yeah. Sports Illustrated was a professional magazine. Yeah. That's yeah. where you got your information <laughs> yeah. from yeah. about about the pros, right? Before not high school, yeah. they were right? Man, not just in faces in the crowd, <laughs> and it wasn't. No. He had a full spread, he had a and that full... I was in faces in the crowd. You know <laughs> a lowly player like myself, you know, come from out to San Diego. Yeah, but know, I was in faces in the crowd, but he had a full spread. But yeah, going yeah. off what you're saying, though, big ticket, Kevin Garnett. Uh, flash forward three years later, he has the cover of Sports Illustrated. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Shea was kind of like back to that story too. Mm-hmm. That's how I found out about Jelani McCoy. And right, and I because I was like, "Well, shit, who is this? Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, what is he? Who's right? Oh, oh, that's that's you know Jelani McCoy from Diego. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, okay, because it wasn't easy. And then Jelani was bopping on him too. Right, he caught him a couple of times. Right, Uh-oh. so I was like, oh, I hadn't seen nobody catch KG. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the fact that he even got caught was was, was crazy. He That's said so. Back to Shay on our show, really quick. Shay said, "We oh, I asked oh, him. Oh, Shay caught Kevin that, Garnett. That's, that's yes, what I'm about to by tell you. Catching the ball <laughs> off the ground. It's a fumble. <laughs> Jelani's down there, dude. Is just yeah. imagine a whole scrum like a football scrum. Mm-hmm. Some people down on their knees. Some are." You know what I mean? So, dude, don't know where Shea the ball's at. Gets the ball from the ground and goes directly up <laughs> into the rim. Just and KG's head is right there. And he realized, 
Whoo, this Uh-oh. isn't gonna end yeah, well. And good. yeah, and and Shay hundred percent caught him. He got that's what I'm saying. He got caught. He got caught Early. by Shay. He, he got caught by Jelani. That's mm-hmm. why I was just like. Yeah, I asked. I, I we asked Shay Cotton what I, I, you've banged on so many people in your yes. life. What's the best dunk you ever did? That's exactly Literally the one. He what the up. fuck he said? That game. Yeah. I saw as a seventh grader <laughs> sitting there deciding, I "Am I going to be playing baseball or basketball?" And that was like, "You're like I'm playing fucking basketball. I'll be back next year." It, I'm like, "We cry again." Yep. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, oh, we should be good. For yeah. That's <laughs> oh. when he come coming back, and I tell you, remember Blue Chips magazine? Uh, yep. Yeah. Blue yeah. Chips. Yeah. Magazine. So on the cover is that gang. On the cover is a cover of me and KG. On that cover of Blue Chip magazine. I need that. I'm doing. A, uh, I'm doing. I'm fully spread out, jumping, jumping, and I could jump back then. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a pretty. I was a pretty jump myself. And I and he's like a waist link over me, and it says Kevin Garnett soars above <laughs> Jelani McCoy. Damn! And the rest of the class in 1990. Ah! I remember I, remember, I was like, uh, didn't they lose? No, they beat us. Oh, they did? Oh, okay. Or maybe I don't even remember. I was traumatized. <laughs> oh, he tried a hook shot from the free throw line on me. You know what I mean? I'm pretty doing wow. pretty well for myself in the competition stands for it. But when somebody pulls out uh, that's a, brutal. A free, th- a free throw line jump hook. Oh, he feet, got you. Like he caught, he looked around, he didn't have nothing. Jump hook. And he went into a jump hook from the free throw <laughs> And you're like, go ahead and shoot that. Can now, I, I done been around a little bit, dog. Can I tell you guys a funny story, though? Yeah. So... And I've, I've I've said this on the pod before, but KG's rookie year, I was really excited. I was a ball boy for the Clippers. I couldn't wait to see KG, right? And KG is the reason why I wear shit on my wrist. Like, he would always wear rubber bands, right? And uh, into the band that the NBA. Yep, that's now. exactly what yep. they're doing, right? Know your history. Well, yep. Charles, no, actually, Charles, actually, to give you to give you the history, Charles Barkley was like the first one to rock rubber he bands. That's why I wore and then, Okay, and every time he fucked up, he would snap his rubber that's band. Why I wore it. So check this oh, out. Really? I used to that my hustle when I was a ball boy was I would play the players one on one right they couldn't come into the key if they missed a shot I got a point if they made a shot uh, they got a point right I play them for their shoes or for money or whatever and then I played KG I couldn't wait to meet him bro and mind you he was only four years older than me you know it wasn't that big of a deal but we were playing one on one talk he was talking shit to me like I was fucking <laughs> one of you two right and I'm a, this is no bullshit this is no bullshit. He was ready. I'm like, yo, you want to get some work in? We got some. And obviously, I'm I'm a fucking ball boy. I'm not yeah. giving him that work. But I was playing D. You know what it is. Play yeah. in warm ups for basketball. You want somebody in your face and whatnot. Yeah. But anyways, I was playing D and I swiped and I and I I got into his rubber band and I snapped his rubber band right yeah. and it broke and he was he was like a li- not upset but he was He's like fuck He's you know what I mean like fuck I broke that but I was wearing a rubber band because. He wore a rubber band. I gave him my rubber band, and that was his first triple double against the Clippers, dog. I got it. That was he tripled. And after the game, this is no joke, bro. A short story about KG. Uh, KG left his socks when playing in a men's gym, legendary men's gym, Brian. One time he left his socks. For some reason, he couldn't find no socks. Man, this dude played for two hours. No socks. Some and ones. 
No socks? No socks. Shut the fuck up. was destroyed. Because he didn't have the socks he wanted to play in? No, he just played in no Didn't socks. have the socks. <laughs> didn't have the socks. No socks. He, got, he brought he no didn't socks. He didn't borrow nobody's socks. No, for some reason, nobody said we're gonna offered play. him no socks. He just played with no we're socks. We're playing. There That's you go. crazy. There you go. That's crazy. You're talking about playing against somebody with a natural God-given talent or whatever you believe in. That's right. different than everybody. Uh, willing to take get it out the mud like playing with no socks? Yes. That's some Carolina shit for That's real. Some Carolina for shit. real. That's some I'm gonna talk shit the whole time and bend my whole self. It's a beautiful because thing. Because my that feet is, is burning. <laughs> you know where you gotta go to mentally to play in some AM ones with no socks oh, against man. some other professional no. athletes? Yeah. Oh, where are you going? Man. We gotta take a break. I gotta fucking piss. So for real? I'm sorry, dude. Yo, thank you for tuning in to the follow through with clips and drew with ray young and jelani mccoy this podcast was crazy this night was crazy uh if you want to hear the rest of this crazy episode uh it's going to be available on patreon so for all of you guys that want to hear the rest of this head on over to patreon at clips and drew check us out you know what it is people it's the follow through with clips and drew we're ghosts In the key of life on my mental piano Got a strange way of seeing life like Stevie Wonder with beads under the do-rag Intuition is there Even when my vision's impaired, yeah Knowing I can go, just switching a spare On the highway of life Nigga been sharp in my sight, oh Keen senses ever since I was a teen on the benches Every time somebody like Enos was mentioned I would turn green, me being in the trenches Him living adventurous, not worrying about expenditures I'm braving temperatures below zero No hero, no father figure You got a partner, nigga But I'm starving, my niggas And the weight loss in my figure Starting to darken my heart About to get to my liver Watching my niggas I'm trying to be calm But I'm gonna get richer through any means With that thing that Malcolm palmed in the pit Never read the Quran or Islamic scriptures Only Psalms I read was on the arms of my niggas Tattooed so I carry on like I'm non-religious Clap whoever stand between Sean and figures Niggas say it's the dawn but I'm superstitious Shit is as dark as it's been Nothing is gone as you predicted I move with biscuits Stop the heart of niggas acting too suspicious This is food for thought, you do the dishes 